Okay, hi. Hello, Freya, welcome. Thank you, hi Maggie. It's nice to be in our room together. Yeah, how have you been? I'm supremely well. How have you been? I'm feeling really, really good also. I'm feeling really good. Well done. All things considered, that's amazing progress. Yeah. Yeah. So what are you noticing? I've, yep. I've been reflecting a lot this week and um, I started writing again, which, which is something that always brings me a lot of healing and joy. And oh. I, yeah, and I go through periods of time where I do it a lot and then I stop and I had been on a pause. And so it felt really like coming back home to myself to, to start writing again. And I've just been writing about my experience going through this time. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, that we're in. And I was also reflecting upon last year, um, 2019 felt like a really difficult one for me emotionally in my in my couple in my um, relationship with my partner and we we both did some work with you towards the end of the year and prior to that we were actually doing some couples counseling which um, uh, which kind of exploded yeah. and then then we came individually to work with you yeah and I was I'm just feeling really grateful that we started that work then because being in the same space for long periods of time during this um this time that we're going through I imagine would have been really really difficult um like last year almost like we just had a lot of breakdowns and they were pretty gnarly and difficult and um it, yeah I've just been feeling grateful that we we took time to work through some of that to then be able to hold space um in this time and we haven't really had any um things come up like they were we've been able to navigate with each other really easily and give each other space really easily so strangely enough it has felt easy to mm. be there for each other when last year it felt like almost there was no hope or it felt so hard mm -hmm. well done i was witness to that so i can tell you now this has been hard earned you both walked the walk and have earned your right to be settled in this new peace. It doesn't mean that every day is um, without challenge, but it means that you are grounded and aligned within yourselves. So you've learned that the relationship never needs working on. Never, mm. never, never, not in my books. Um, that was a revelation to hear from you though, because you know, we were of the mindset that we needed to work through our couple stuff together as a couple. Yeah. And you, you have a different idea about that. I do. I think early on when I was working with couples, I think I, I might've made it through three sessions with couples and I thought, 
yeah, this is not for me because mm. what happens is I was becoming the middle person for all the projections. And at the end of the session, they felt better, but I didn't. And it was like, there's something mm. that's not working about this. So I learned through that experience that when two people come together, there are four minds. And it's much better to educate with new knowledge, each person, um, what that means for them individually and mm. what it means for your couple. and as I've taught you and Rick, the couple is sacred ground. And if you're each committed to the couple, then you are each committed to bringing your best self to the couple. And in that way, the relationship never needs working on. Mm. We each have our own work to do between our smaller self and our greater self. And the relationship or the couple, that third entity that is created when we come together as two, um, is, is a reflection. It's a gift. You're always seeing the mirror image of whatever you need to address within yourself until you get to the stage of clear clarity and no distortions and then you're beyond being mirrors for each other um, but unless you know the psychology it's not even unless you know the physics of what's possible with this new understanding of creating heaven on earth in your couple regardless mm. of circumstances then, you know, couples counseling generally becomes about behavior modification. You do this for me and I'll do this for you. And this is how we're going to make it work. And mm -hmm. I think we can do much better. This is the 21st century. We have to wake up to deeper connections and greater awareness around our couples. Yeah, I love that. So that was, sorry, go ahead. Oh, I just said I love that. Yeah. Well, and you two have showed up. And if I had told you a year ago that you would be quarantined together, I think you both would have gone in opposite directions. It's like, no, I don't oh. think so. Um, yeah. But here you are in peace and a level of harmony that is it allows the two of you to both do your inner work and to live, live in this co-mingling of delicious creativity so you know well done both of you really you. You yeah I remember hard. very clearly as we were going through couples counseling we would both be there talking about behavioral things and then when we would come home we would almost be watching each other and yep. trying to see like is he doing the thing that she told him he should be doing or am I yeah. doing you know and it became this expectation and I love how as we've done individual work with you, you've even encouraged us to keep that sacred, keep the, don't, like there's no need to divulge what I talked about in my session with you to no. him and just let that process within myself and be able to implement it. And that has, I think, created so much more peace and so much more harmony and space and, and we can we know each other are doing 
our things, but we're just out of each other's business about it. Beautiful. And when your partner triggers you, you hear me saying it's a gift. It's a gift to be triggered. It means it's an opportunity to release whatever you're holding in your mental, physical, emotional bodies. The trigger is an opportunity. So if your beloved has triggered you, it's like, don't kill the messenger, do the work mm. and, and protect the couple. And then when you've worked through that yourself, you get to return to the couple and it's not damaged. It has, it hasn't, you know, borne the brunt of all that pain because you've been able to transmute it within yourself. And then the couple becomes this place where you get to enjoy one another and have fun and cook and, and do whatever you do together as a couple. It never yeah. needs working on. Yeah. That was also a, a really great idea that you imparted to us that couple is not meant to be about work it's more play yeah do your work and then when you bring yourself into the couple there's play yeah you give from the overflow if you're not in overflow you have nothing to share with another right yeah well good work Thanks. and you know You've been in, I like saying the word quarantine. It's such a funky word. Um, but that's a, it's a huge achievement mm. to live in harmony with another human being. Wouldn't it be nice if we all learned to do that within our homes? And it just created this ripple effect out into the world. Because I'm of, I'm of the opinion that unless we can generate home peace harmony and relationships that function in the deepest respect and honor and dignity for all beings then how are we going to create that in our society in our political systems in our education it has to start with two people actually it has to start with one person and then to our relationships. So that's a bit of a soapbox moment. Mm -hmm. um, but I hope that you hear me applauding both of you, both you and Rick. Well done. Thank you. Yeah. What and else are you noticing? Yeah. Yeah. And then in my reflection, I've been pondering this, this, I guess it's a question. Mm -hmm. And, you know, like the, this quarantine that we're in um, has, was quite challenging for me in the beginning uh, as um, we started talking through some of the things that were coming up for me. And now I've been implementing a lot of the stuff we've talked about. And I'm in this place now that I feel just so much joy and I feel like I'm thriving and there's these new creative ideas that are coming out and I, I'm finding movement that is feeling really good to me. And I'm feeling energy, like creative energy that's kind of buzzing and this excitement. And that feels really good. And it almost feels like that was all dulled before this came yes. to be. And now it's coming. I feel like I'm coming alive. That's 
that's the, the sentence that I used today. And it feels so great. Um, Rick had actually asked me last night, just as we were about to get into bed, if you could like snap your fingers and go back to how things were, like be able to go out and do the, no the things in quote unquote normal things that we could do, or would you not do that and just write out whatever this is? And I immediately it was, I want to write out whatever this is. I want to be in this space because it felt like how I was living before was lackluster and it didn't feel like having certain things be quote unquote taken away. To me, it actually doesn't feel like it's taken away. To me, it feels like I've been given a new opportunity to be and remove things that are either not serving or just creating noise or the routine of obligations and responsibilities it's just shaken things up so it feels wonderful and at the same time how can I like I I will my heart will go to the people that are suffering right now and in and in pain and you know dying alone and losing loved ones and lots of fear like how how like, I, I, I think I'm not allowing myself to fully feel this joy or mm -hmm. lightness because then I will rein myself back and say, well, you can't be happy. There's people who mm -hmm. are struggling. Mm -hmm. Well, there's a couple things to say here. First, if you can feel joy, if you can feel good then it's your job to feel joy it's your job to feel good when you understand that humanity is one we are one being you realize that whatever is one one is able to accomplish lifts lifts the whole web of life so for those of us who might feel privileged in our joyfulness because we are, for whatever reason, that's our part in this symphony called humanity, then that's what we need to show up for. It's because being sad doesn't help the ones who are sad. Being in, in pain doesn't help the ones who are in pain. Now, mm -hmm. from your joyful place, you have the opportunity to truly feel compassion. You have the opportunity to learn how to pray from your heart center so that you can bring those beings into your heart mind and hold them and love them and lift them because that's all possible. So that's a whole other level of work. My prayer work has expanded. My goodness, my morning Ritual is three to four hours and I'm in prayer and I'm in meditation because that's the work that I'm called to do on behalf of all. Mm. Okay. So if you're stepping into a new level of your joy frequency, your job is to learn to hold that and to know that you're serving the entire web of life when when you show up for that level of work.
okay. Yeah. Yeah. There was something else that had come through what you'd said. Now I've, I may have lost it. Um, joy is your job. That felt like a really big, big relief to hear yeah. that. Yeah. I know what I wanted to say, Freya. The, you see, did your testimony because that's what it is it's a testimonial it's like wait a minute i'm no longer feeling like i'm trapped or like i'm imprisoned or like i'm the things have been taken away i'm actually really taking advantage of this opportunity and the fact that you and i came together what six weeks ago and started recording these conversations i think it's interesting now for us to track um, the progress through the calls because you will notice that as you tune into the opportunity what you're what you're basically what you've said and now what you've created for yourself, Freya, is moving from this older, this younger version of yourself into a newer self. So when sanctions are lifted, <laughs> when things return to norm, norms never, I mean, we're never going back to the way things were, but things are in change. Mm. as your old self you're actually moving with the current of change which means you then get uplift through that current of change you're no longer working against yourself you don't have resistance to what the and it's been an opportunity when you embrace it as an opportunity you, you're really showing up for a new level of work so you get to emerge We're going to roll with it. Okay. I really <laughs> didn't leave. Okay, good. <laughs> We're lucky that hasn't happened before. So your, wherever your comments we left, were on point. Yeah. Okay, good. So what, what does that, what does that bring up for you now? What, what do you see? What do you sense? Just a little bit of a shock that, um, you described it as I'm rolling with change because I, I think I've labeled or identified myself as not very good with change. Oh. Um, yeah. So maybe that's one of the things that you are learning through this. Yes. Yeah. I, and I had a conversation with um, a dear friend today and we were talking about how initially when this happened, we were, you know, wanting to hold on to what life was at yes. just before this moment. And then now that we've been in this space and we've been, you know, pivoting and shifting and moving with what's happening 
now we're feeling a little attached to this and when the world has started talking about opening things back up and and so it's caused a little bit of a hmm I I don't want to go back to that I don't want (laughs) to yeah so if you could see that as evidence of the human condition that's kind of how we operate Um, we get attached Um, and I don't know it's been my life experience that to live detached is Mm. a whole different um, state of being it's not that you're not that, that you don't care or that you're not present or that um, things don't matter. But living from a place of detachment comes from a deeper truth that honors one of the laws of life, which is everything is in flux. Mm. Now we could get really quantum and we could talk about parallel realities and we could talk about, but we don't need to do that. We just need to know that we are in change. We are not the same beings when we wake up in the morning that we were before we went to sleep at night. We really aren't. Mm. So what if that's one of the things that you're noticing that what it feels like to move with the current of your life. And you see, as you deepen, you're, you're becoming more embodied. When you say you're, you're moving, you're, you're finding pleasure in movement, in a different kind of movement. Um, that, that tells me that you're, you're more present in your body and it's waking up from within you. Is that accurate to say? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, the deeper and more connected and more embodied you become, the more you sense your own rhythms. Okay. When you sense your own rhythms, the more you earn this kind of self-trust and the more self-referred you become and less object-referred. So you don't need advice from outside of you to tell you what your body might require because you're so connected to your own wisdom that you know. You just know because you're fully embodied. Now, ultimately, to become truly embodied is to become our wise woman self, our divine self. When we're aligned with her, she moves as us. And you're, you're starting to give yourself permission to explore that. And this is just beginning, Freya. This is just beginning. So... I'm, I'm serious when I say you, you want to acclimate to this new joy frequency. You want to allow yourself to get used to it, knowing that it's your greatest service to humanity. Oh, that feels really great to hear. Yeah. A little bit of a permission slip. Big permission slip. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
because as you create that blueprint for joy, you're opening the door for others to step into that space when they choose to, when they have the opportunity to. We are all part of the web of life. And so, you know, many of us are lifting in joy. Imagine the impact that has on all of us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. What else are you contemplating right now? I feel like that that was a a big one and probably something that will sit with me as I go into this next week and um, probably open up more, which I'm excited about. I just really noticed we that don't I'm being... think of my Hello? head. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Yeah. I'm, I'm just noticing that I'm uh, able to really listen or be patient with these small rhythms instead of making something happen. Just allowing what is coming up, which, which is kind of nice for a change. Yeah. Well, guess what? This is the new operating system for the next level of power that you are acclimating to hold and express through. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that inner knowing, I can feel, I mean, that's a real subtle shift within you to move from not making things happen to allowing them to happen means that there's no more resistance to what is and you're more present. Mm -hmm. Now I know we, there's a lot of talk about this. People can talk this, but few can walk it. And now you're learning to walk it. You're learning what this actually means. You're feeling it in your own body. When this stuff starts to lift, when the old starts to fall away, it can be a bit discombobulating at times. It's mm -hmm. like, well, where's that part of me that would push through to get this done? Like, where did she go? And suddenly there's a part of you that's just fully present. And things are happening without any push. Can you sense what I'm yes. speaking to? Yes. So I can feel in you that this is just beginning to open within you. Mm -hmm. And it's almost, it feels from your inner eye, it feels like the bottom falling out somewhat. Okay, and that's a good thing. Things are dislodged and suddenly what you thought was the ground that you stood on is just kind of fallen out. It's fallen through. And now you're in this new place of I feel kind of joyful and I'm not pushing to make things happen. 
he saw really, really big signposts. Okay. Yeah. I get very excited to hear that this has been your inner experience. Thank you. It takes, it takes a different kind of presence to hold the frequency of joy, to hold the frequency of acceptance, to hold the frequency of allowing. Okay? Mm -hmm. it, takes, it takes a stronger woman. And this is, you see, you're actually, <laughs> you're working out in a big way and it's not what you thought it should be. Right. What do you, yeah. I hope that I've been able to let you know, let you sense that there's there's an inner terrain that is just coming into visibility for you from within you. Yes, I feel that for sure. I know I've been saying for years, wouldn't it be nice if things were to get easier rather than more difficult, right? Yes. Now and you're that. starting to have the experience of it. Yay. But you see that the work this here and see where it takes you. That's you moving with the current of change. Yes. <laughs> so wonderful signposts. Yes, yes, yes. More of this. More of this. Thank you. More of this. Yeah, good work. Thank you so much, Maggie. It's my deepest pleasure. It's been a joyful conversation today. Yeah. Yeah. Although I don't think my internet <laughs> cooperated completely, but that's okay. You see, we go with the flow. Mm -hmm. Or we flow. No, we flow with the go. That's how yeah. I like to say it. <laughs> flow with the go. Good. I love that. Well Until done. Next time. Keep up the good work. So much love to both you again. Thank yes. you. Yes. Till next time. Peace out. Bye. Good night, Freya.